it's oh yes the moment I start the uh, it'll just start making a noise that's a great start I'm, I'm doing it today obviously because I'm here uh, obviously there is some big news that some of you know and um, yeah it's gonna be a real battle actually to get through this so you may get a full 20 minutes uh, you may not but all will become clear very soon welcome to episode 109 of Mr. Bert Blogs. I thought I'd leave a bit of that in as uh, comforting background noise for us all. Uh, they've been silent all morning, isn't it amazing? The minute I sit down and start talking, that starts up. I don't know who it is. It's probably the builders. Actually, there's... Um, there's a bit of excitement on the other side of the road because there's a van uh, and a man and what looks like a load of... Oh no, it's them making the noise. Oh, they're sunblasting. What are they doing? Now he's wheeling a great big... What looks like a... He's just wheeled out a great big thing the size of a small car. Uh, but I can see, uh, I think they're water blasting or something, because I can see lots of sand or water, obviously. Uh, I might be out of it today, I've got Covid, I think some of you know that. Um, I can't believe how much noise that's making, it's quite a long way down the road. Oh yeah, it's definitely them. It's definitely some sort of water or sand blasting going on. Um, Great. Um, so, uh, yes, I've got COVID. Uh, some of you won't be surprised. Uh, I got... Monday, I was not feeling very well when I did this. And then Tuesday, I felt pretty awful. And I had that horrible, fluey feeling where you just feel lucky and but sort of can't put your finger on what's wrong with you. And then Wednesday, I tested positive... Is it tested positively or tested positive? And um, had three days of uh, being really horribly ill. Um, started getting better on, I think, so it was, when was that? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Started feeling a bit better on sort of Saturday, Sunday. Um, and uh, I was a bit, uh, I'm afraid that I know no one's really interested in my COVID symptoms, but I haven't got very much else to say. <laughs> Um, I I had everything actually, it moved around, I've had sore throats and coughs and headaches, I've had really sensitive eyes to uh, light, uh, which has also involved me bursting into tears at the top of a hat. What was it I was watching? I watched um, Big Mistake, because I really enjoy it, and then I always get to the end in floods of tears every time I watch it, who do you think you are? Although my brother is so anti it. He, um, he's got a few little hobby horses uh, that he's inherited from my mother who had various hobby horses about things in life. One of his is Who Do You Think You Are? Absolutely hates it. And uh, we'll talk at length about it, how much he hates it. Um, anyway, it was the reason I stuck with it and I haven't seen it, but I don't watch it very often. I just watch it. It happens to be one of the TV on, which is very often. It was um, Anna Maxwell. I want to say Anna Maxwell House, that's coffee, isn't it? Anna Maxwell Davis, the actor, who I really like. Uh, and it was absolutely heartbreaking. Got to the end and I just burst into blood's tears. 
and had to slap myself to get myself back to normal again. Um, it was incredibly sad and very, very moving, an extraordinary story of a, of a family of siblings. Uh, well, both sides of the family were really sad. Uh, but actually, uh, had a, had a happy ending, uh, extraordinarily had a happy ending out of such uh, terribleness. Um, anyway, you, if you want to cheer yourself up, you can all come watch that PPC iPlayer. <laughs> don't know why I watched it. Um, and then, um, what else have I had? I've had aching limbs, I've had fatigue, uh, I've had chest teeth coughs, I've had dry coughs, uh, I've had runny noses, I've had blocked noses, I've had sinus problems, I've had a horrendous sinus headache. Um, I've had it all actually, and uh, I sort of, a lot of the, I, di I did start by saying, well, I was feeling, you know, not well, but I could have gone into work. That soon stopped the next day. There was no way I could have gone into work. I was so ill. I was trying to get stuff done, um, trying to get a bit of cleaning and cooking done multiply. I can feel the spirit of my mother takes over at that point. Um, and then just collapsing in the afternoon because I just couldn't, I physically couldn't stand up. I just had to lie down and sleep. And I've been lying down all this morning. I think I'm now in post, sort of, well, getting better fatigue now. I'm absolutely shattered. Uh, so I'm hoping I'm going to shake this off and just get back to normal in the next few days. <clears throat> but I think the shock of it was that um, I can't believe the noise in the background. It's just horrendous. <laughs> um, I, I'm doing this now because I want to watch Wimbledon, basically. <laughs> so I'm doing it early. Um, I um, I thought I was just going to get like a bad cold symptom like loads and loads of people have had. Uh, although a friend of mine did say that they'd been laid up with it for five weeks and they got it in April. But apparently we're in another wave of it, which I didn't know until uh, a few days ago. And this latest um, wave is because the variant um, is infecting people earlier who've already had it. So previous to this variant, I haven't really been getting it as easily a second time because of immunity. This one's uh, bashing down the walls of immunity that people have got from already having it. Uh, and also, I think, making it worse for people who are vaccinated. So I suppose it was inevitable I was going to get it. I've said that every week, haven't I? I was just shocked at how bad it was. I mean, it wasn't terrible, terrible. And I don't think I've got, I mean, fingers crossed, I haven't got long COVID. But um, it was just a shock. <laughs> it was just a real shock. And I think because I haven't had it for so long, I, part of me sort of thought, well, maybe I've got some sort of immunity or, you know, I'm asymptomatic. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> it's just hit me really hard. So uh, I'm not feeling sorry for myself. My worst moment was I've been sleeping. I felt as if I've been sleeping well, but I'm wondering if I've had a fever at night and I've been a bit delirious because on Thursday night I woke up from quite a deep sleep and felt so awful that I decided I was never going to get better. Uh, that was the worst case scenario. The best case scenario was uh, I was going to have long COVID forever. Um, I pulled myself out of bed. I think it was just it was just that post waking up weirdness your mind does. Uh, I got myself up and I went off and went to the loo and blew my nose and took a couple of pills. <laughs> and went back to bed and actually at that point felt a little bit better. I think it was a bit of a turning point. So whether I just had some horrible fever, uh, that was the worst of it. And it was at that moment, <coughs> I don't know. 
I'm terrible at taking pills. I battle through without taking pills. Um, and I was, I know I was bad because I was literally waiting for the next point of the day I could pop paracetamol. I was that desperate for them. Whereas usually I'll do anything not to take paracetamol, which is pathetic, but it's just the way I am. Um, so yes, it's all been really exciting, not. Um, and then of course I had to phone everybody because I'd been into work on Monday, um, but I'd kept away from everybody and I'd wore my mask, so I wasn't too worried about that. Although one of the cast members has got it now, but I don't think that's anything to do with me. And then Tuesday, I went to the pet shop, but I did forewarn them. I rang them and said, I'm not feeling very well. Could we just do the dealings on the pavement outside? Because I know them there. And that was all well. So I had to ring them back and warn them. And um, then, uh, of course, with the window cleaner in, uh, that was life-changing, actually, as I was telling the Hippie family who agreed with me. Because uh, last time uh, the window cleaner came, who's lovely, uh, he couldn't do the in the back of the house due to reasons that are too boring to go into here. Uh, and they were covered in that Saharan sand. So we've had that Saharan sand on our windows for, I can't tell you how long. Anyway, he was able to do them. Uh, it was an access problem, but he still couldn't get into the area he needed to do them. So he basically clambered all over our sink and cupboards in rather strange positions and uh, managed to clean them brilliantly on the outside and the inside and the whole house now <clears throat> has got lovely clean windows which actually really lifted my spirits i was saying to the family i can't believe how much it cheered me up just having clean windows i'm being perfectly serious it made a real difference and they agreed so that was big news as the uh, windows have been cleaned and uh, so yes of course i had to tell him that i got covid and i've had to tell the neighbors <clears throat> And of course, I had to ring everybody from Saturday who I'd been in contact with Saturday, Sunday in Cambridge. The weird thing is that hardly anybody, I just thought everyone obviously would have had it, but it was only me, uh, one other person from the damn cheat crowd who mostly were the ones I was mixing with. He'd felt really ill or he'd already had COVID once. He'd felt ill all week and just went, but tested negative and just was feeling better when he tested positive at the end of the week. Darren has been ill all week, but tested negative, hasn't tested positively at all, although he's obviously got it. He sensibly went off to do, you know, the park run on Saturday and uh, couldn't understand why I couldn't manage it and came home, quote, grumpy, unquote. Uh, so I've got no sympathy with him whatsoever. And um, that was it. Uh, everyone else was fine. So I, I just can't work out where it came from and why it wasn't passed around everywhere. It's bizarre. Because I'm pretty sure I didn't bring it there in the first place because I tested test so often with work. Um, but even if I had, why didn't it spread farther? It's a big mystery. But I'm glad because obviously uh, it just meant that the event wasn't marred by, you know, a mass dropping of people with COVID after it, which is nice for the birthday person. Um... Yeah, so um, the noise seems to have stopped anyway. Um, so, yeah, it was Glastonbury this weekend, which actually reminded me, I did say to someone I was going to mention my Glastonbury trip, uh, which happened uh, in the early to mid-80s. It's terrible, actually. It was one of the worst experiences in my life. I never want to go there again. 
uh, never want to watch it in person or on television. Um, I can't remember how many of us went. I think there were five of us. There was me and my best friend from college, uh, who still is my best friend, uh, and they lived nearby, in a nearby town, um, plus a third friend from college. So the three of us had met at college. And uh, then there was definitely one, possibly two other friends of my best friend who they didn't know very well. Uh, yeah. So um, I'd gone... So I was used to staying with my best friend. I tended to go sometimes in the holidays. And uh, I'd been unable to tell my parents, particularly my dad, who was vehemently anti-CND, uh, that I was going to Glastonbury because it was very CND orientated in those days. Uh, my friend's mother was not impressed that uh, I was there in subterfuge of not telling my parents why I was there. Um, I think I just were, used the word subterfuge wrong there. And um, I can't remember. I think we must have all been staying in the house. Anyway, we set off the next morning and I think the friend of a friend was driving. Uh, no, we, we set off Friday evening, that was it. And uh, there was only one band that we all wanted to see and they were playing on Friday night. I think it was the Pogues, who were, who were well known, but not massively well known. Uh, but basically, musically, they were the only band that we all had in common. So that was our big aim. And of course, the queues to get into Glastonbury were so enormous that we heard the pokes far, far away uh, out of the window of the car and completely missed them. So after that point, none of us wanted to go and see the same thing as each other. Uh, and I seem to remember it took us a long time to find somewhere to pitch the tent. I don't think any of us had camped before. Uh, it was the blind leading the blind. Uh, eventually we did find somewhere I can't remember I think if there were four, we had two tents and I ended up with uh, this friend of a friend who was quite frightening woman um, we eventually got the tent up and I just remember walking away quite happily uh, hello trees hello sky hello clouds and hearing this voice shouting at me are you going to zip up the bloody tent uh, at which point I scampered back and very quickly zipped up the tent and set off again. She was really frightening and I spent the majority of the time we were there avoiding her. And um, she talked to the, the other friend of mine and uh, my best friend and I thought those two were getting on really, really well and we left them to it. We were quite scared, scared of this person as well. And it turned out, we found out years later as adults, that uh, our other friend had absolutely hated her uh, and couldn't get away from her. And we just basically kept leaving them together. <laughs> so for some bizarre reason, I ended up having to sleep in a tent with this person, top, top to tail. Uh, God knows why. It was just awful. Anyway, um, it got to Saturday night and it was the cure and it was the biggest thunderstorm imaginable. Uh, it was like a horror film. Uh, the mud was... 
I just remember my trousers. I think they were quite, I was quite proud of them. Uh, I think they were reversible pink and white cotton trousers, very 80s. I just remember they were caked in mud solidly. For, well, the sole of my shoe to, them, to my knees, over the top of my knees, was just solid mud. I remember that. Um, I've no recollection of how we got changed. Uh, it was just awful. It poured and poured with rain. Uh, so I didn't really enjoy the cure that much. They were the band on Saturday night. And, uh, of course, where we put the tent, there weren't that many places to put the tent because we were so late, was under a pylon, an electricity pylon, uh, which is ideal in a thunderstorm. Uh, obviously. <laughs> it was just awful. And... Um, but they buzz really loudly, so there was like thunder, lightning, electricity buzzing. It was just, it was just after. and the next morning, apparently, uh, so I think I think in the other tent there were three of them, or two of I can't remember. Maybe we had three tents. I don't know. Uh, there were the, my other two friends were together in the tent, and this strange man came in, probably off his head on something. Uh, my best friend promptly pretended to be fast asleep uh, and leaving my other friend to basically have to talk him out of the uh, tent, which I think uh, was not something she enjoyed. Um, then that friend realised they'd forgotten their contact lenses, uh, so left them at the house. So they said, oh, um, would you mind? I think it was a scary person was the driver. I mean, they were the car owner. And um, would you mind driving back to get the, the contact lenses? At which point we all very casually said, oh, well, you know, I, I wouldn't mind going back. You know, if we go back to the house, I, you know, maybe we'll come along for the ride. You know, all of us completely desperate, absolutely desperate to get away from tent, mud. The toilets, the toilets were just completely horrendous. I mean, they were just unspeakable. Um, so we all casually, desperately got back in the car. Uh, that's when we crashed into the back of a, another car <laughs> on the way back. <coughs> Not badly, but, um, badly enough considering the amount of things that had gone wrong up to this point. Uh, I think we ended up staying there the night and going back the next morning. I've got no memory of it really. It was just, the whole thing was awful. Uh, no one wanted to see the same band, so we all split up and then kept losing each other. I just remember it was really druggy, and I hated it. I hated the whole thing. It was just full of 80s hippies who I didn't want to be with. Uh, I think it's very middle class now, isn't it? Um, and it's quite smart. Uh, it wasn't in those days. Um, yeah, it was dreadful. I remember I had to, this, to my father's dying day, I never told him I'd been to Glastonbury. It was that bad. So, um, yeah, that was my lovely memory of Glastonbury. <laughs> um, <coughs> oh dear, I'm going to have to stop due to coughing. Um, little shout out to the um, National Treasure, who uh, sent me a rather lovely video of their garden, uh, a garden of variety, as I put it. Uh, I think it should be modelled and put into Chelsea next year. I'd pay a lot of money for that, personally. Uh, they also sent me a little video called Squirrel Bastardry, because uh, apparently squirrels eat uh, strawberries that have been grown in said garden. And not only that, they laugh in 
the face of a national treasure as they eat the strawberry. Um, is there anything else? I'm sure there's other things, but I can't remember. Uh, we've got a wasp's nest. I've got to deal with that today. It'll be fun. Uh, well, I've got to find somebody to deal with it. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to finish. Um, I've got through it manfully. Uh, thank you for bearing with me. And uh, I hope to be back in uh, fine fettle next week. Thank you for listening. <laughs>